Hello and welcome to the Tech Geek Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Sukriti Adivanshi. And today I'm here with an episode on how product design linked incentive or DLI and design linked incentive, or you may call them as DLI schemes, will help India in becoming a manufacturing hub. Before we move to the conversation uh, with our special guest uh, today, what are actually PLI and DLI schemes? So the Union Cabinet approved uh, a rupee 76,000 crore program for development and uh, deployment of sustainable semiconductor and display manufacturing ecosystem in the country. And this amount will be spent on uh, these projects in the span of six years. A product design linked incentive that we talk of is uh, reimbursement of up to 50% of the eligible expenditure subject the ceiling of rupees 15 crore per application that will be provided as fiscal support to the approved applicants who are engaged in semiconductor design for integrated circuits, chipsets, system on chips, systems in IP cores, and semiconductor link design. The second one that we speak of, a design-linked incentive, is, the, is also a scheme which will offer financial incentives as well as design infrastructure support across various stages of uh, development and deployment of semiconductor design for integrated circuits, chipsets, system on chips, systems in IP cores, and semiconductor link design over a period of five years altogether. Now, to elaborate on this further, I am elated to welcome Sanjay Gupta, Vice President and India Managing Director from NXP India. Welcome to the show, Sanjay. I'm very pleased to have you here with me today. Thank you so much, and I'm equally excited to be part of this show and uh, looking forward uh, to a very engaging discussion. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks, Sanjay, once again. So uh, I cannot wait uh, for you to share the right kind of insights that we're going to talk about and uh, the entire evolution that will happen under this scheme uh, when we speak of uh, DLI and uh, PLI altogether. So let's begin. So my first question for you is, what are the scheme announcements, uh, you know, garnering investors' attention? Right. So before I do that, I would also mention to you, you know, one of the founding uh, principles why this scheme is being launched you know across india with such a big fanfare at the beginning of this year you know i think uh, your audience would like love to know you know that india as a as a country is one of the biggest uh, and fastest consumers of electronic goods and uh, related uh, gadgets and uh, you know this is only growing as the income level in the country are increasing and uh, we are getting more and more usage of uh, you know every single electronic gadget that we can think of from you know mobile phones to uh, latest uh, tvs uh, to all the uh, broadband equipments the routers and you know whatnot and this is creating a big electronics import in the country now we have to be aware of a global fiscal uh, situation that you know at the moment india's oil import is one of the biggest drain on the country uh, to the extent that you know with a, a 10 dollar increase in the oil price results in a you know significant uh, percentage of our uh, fiscal deficit uh, to get impacted now imagine the way our electronic imports are going up most of which is coming from other countries in no time based on all the predictions this electronic import will cross the oil import and i think it is but natural to assume that if that happens you know how this can negatively impact country's economy, where we will have not just oil, but also the entire electronics and semiconductors being a big drain on the country's fiscal deficit, because we will be importing much more than we are exporting. Right? So to address this fundamental challenge, which will be uh, very, very important for countries' uh, future growth, 
the honorable prime minister and the you know government has tried to ensure that through a very focused schemes we divert the entire electronic and semiconductors import uh, and turn it around as the local manufacturing of these smart electronic products and that's where the esgm sector is poised for a very big growth to enable it happens you know it is being done with this uh, dli and pli schemes and you know that's where the uh, you know the the genesis of these two great schemes that just happened uh, are are uh, uh, going to be a disruptive change in the indian uh, uh, in in the indian history uh, that's what i believe now what is a dli and what is a pli so very simple way the dli would mean the more you design the more incentives you get the the pli would mean the more you produce the more incentive you get you know for a layman now how we are going to do that as a country so the bigger of these two schemes for sure is a production linked incentive or a pli scheme where other than different factors around uh, pli which government had opened up uh, even last year you know uh, which was going into say chemical sector or textile sector or many other electronic uh, ecosystem beat the tablets beat uh, you know the network infrastructure beat the mobile phones the most significant piece of that that has happened um, you know few months back is the policy for semiconductors manufacturing and as part of that if you are putting a fab in place which is supposed to build the entire uh, wafers and you know the entire ecosystem around it you can get up to 50% of the overall project cost now the important factor is overall project cost not just the cost of tools not just the cost of any specific hardware in a project cost it would mean completely under the hood of the project your buildings your facilities your r and d your engineering your travel your you know the entire you know 360 degree uh, yard uh, of activities are included and that is one of the most attractive schemes that i can tell that has happened uh, across the world it is one of the benchmark schemes where uh, uh, 300 mm wafer fab size with installed installed capacity of you know 40000 uh, plus uh, wafers i think that will be really a game changer for india semiconductor ambitions now if we go to the second part of that scheme you know that is for the uh, you know the peripheral activities around that uh, which have compound semiconductor and atmp which is automated test packaging and uh, manufacturing of the the whole ecosystem which is also called as the back end fab so a front end fab which designs the entire wafers and produce chips a back end fab which converts those raw wafer chips into the end product so your you, your audience if you know about uh, you know how a chip looks like you know it has literally legs and a, and a plastic package over it where you would have seen some of the company's name on top of that you know that is what we see into our computer motherboards or or a mobile phones if we have opened it you know inside you know how the electronic board looks like now these packaged products are the ones which are used into the end applications and it's a complete industry in itself you know how to convert a raw wafer coming out of the fabrication uh, and then package it with the plastic and the legs which can get inside the board and if we set up this kind of a atmp 
we will uh, get up to 30% of the direct benefit on the overall project cost. And um, again, the wafer size could be 150 or 200 mm and uh, installed capacity of uh, 500 plus uh, you know, wafer size. The technology could be flip chip, embedded die size, and uh, you know the multiple variants around the SIP and chiplets. So this is again a great uh, way to increase the overall ecosystem of semiconductors in the country. And uh, for that, the investment levels are relatively lower. For the front-end fab, wafer fab, a minimum capital investment of $3 billion will be required uh, by any company who wants to come forward. Uh, however, for the ATMP or a back-end fab, uh, the amount of investment is much lower. You know, They are in the range of uh, less than $20 million for a compound fab and uh, less than $10 million for the ATMP. And finally, the third and most important element, which is directly linked to innovation, which is directly linked to the R&D, directly linked to design activities, is the DLI, Design Linked Incentive Scheme, where if you are a startup, if you are upcoming, uh, you know, small company aspiring to be the big leader uh, in times to come in technology area, up to 50% of the eligible expenditure uh, will be given as a subsidy by the government. And uh, there's a cap of uh, $2 million, which in Indian rupee will be you know, more than 15 crores uh, uh, rupees uh, that will be given as part of this incentive, which I believe is very attractive. And um, that will enable a lot of startups, a lot of aspirational fabulous design houses who have a vision to create a big IP, which can compete with the best microcontroller or a microprocessor right now being provided by say one of the world-class MNCs. So that will pave the way for Indian entrepreneurs to explore this horizon of uh, design and R&D and go for either the IP creation or go for the entire system on chip product development through the ASIC tape outs and uh, really uh, you know get inside uh, this niche area which right now India has a very little uh, you know space to play with. So overall, I think these three schemes, uh, the, the front-end wafer fab, the back-end ATMP fab, and uh, um, you know, compound uh, semiconductor fab, and finally DLI, these are the three pillars on which the Indian semiconductor uh, future is going to stand up and uh, really uh, prosper forward. And uh, one last thing I would like to add is these are only the central government supports. You know, on top of it, there is a very healthy competition with all the state governments for the land, water, the power infrastructure support, the, the better taxation and the better ease of doing business policies, which are rolled out by each state government. And they are going to further benefit all the entrepreneurs and all the industries who want to come forward and invest into this progressive government scheme. I will pause here and probably discuss more things as we move forward in the discussion. Sure, Sanjay. So, uh, you know, the kind of elements that you've introduced uh, our audience to when it comes to actually the announcements regarding the schemes. Uh, now, moving further, when you speak of uh, the startups and their growth, I'm sure the entire uh, startup ecosystem is being boosted by the government. And uh, as we know of Atmanirbha Bharat and our Honorable Prime Minister's, uh, you know, vision of uh, taking startups and building that ecosystem of powerful startups, I should say. So help me understand that how these schemes will actually help in fulfilling PM Modi's vision of uh, Atmanirbhan Bharat altogether. 
absolutely i i feel this really goes right at the core of it you know one of the biggest critique uh, you know that india used to get in uh, for a long long time was our government is not sensitive to the local needs uh, we are not listening into the ground level uh, people you know what changes we need to bring into the policy and procedures and ease of doing business so that a common man can think of opening their companies a common man can think that it is not a, a you know the game that can be only played by a big industrialist it can be done by a, a simple man in a village uh, with a great idea and great vision i feel based on i'm watching these developments very closely with government of india and i can i can say with very big conviction that this time government is extremely serious to make this dream a reality now think about it a dli program where government is asking through a nodal agencies like cdac and uh, they have also created a very focused independent ministry um, uh, under mighty uh, independent nodal agency called ism indian saving and after mission these two bodies cdac and ism are going to be driving this dli and pli programs uh, in a much autonomous way Uh, than it has been done before and based on that if you have a startup which has the right product idea a product could be the end product a product uh, could be a ip a product could be a ecosystem um, a component for a semiconductors uh, design and development right you have the opportunity to tap into this 2 million dollars of subsidy which is unheard of i mean i can bet in last 50 years there was a program that was offering 2 million dollars of subsidies to the people who do not have the initial funding and to do that all you need to do is to convert your idea after you get into the approval stage uh, with a prototype that yes you are serious about it and your idea is not just on paper but you have been working with some uh, development that you can showcase to these nodal agencies and during my uh meetings with the you know minister for electronics uh, on multiple occasions uh, the minister for state for uh, electronics who are driving these policies they have reassured us as industry partners that they will be more than happy if we can help some of the startups to come forward and we can guide and nurture those startups we can mentor those startups and really feel pride into this journey that is uh, already started towards making india a semiconductors a technology power in next one to two decades we have our time and i'm very very confident about it wonderful so uh, center startups are coming up uh, with various technologies and how will this scheme help these uh, startups to mushroom in india so if a startup is coming into areas and you know the area so we have to think it two ways you know for your audience one is a which domain these startups belong to right the domain could be say they are working towards a mobile domain um mobile has a number of applications today for anything and everything right from a tablets to a you know laptops how we in, reinvent and invent these things to be more user friendly to be more um, competitive to be uh, feature rich it could be in a area which is related to say iot gadgets which are 
spreading the markets uh, by various companies. Health is a big sector. We can have uh, focus on say uh, smart uh, electronic gadgets which can be embedded in your body, which can help you to track your you know, body rhythms and then automatically transfer these uh, parameters to a central server, to your laptop, and then eventually to a doctor in an autonomous way. Uh, you can have a smart watches kind of a concept where you know the health focused uh, youth of India would love to have these uh, fancy uh, little watches which can track everything uh, from your sleep patterns to your uh, calories burned and you know so many other things. You can have the entire connectivity around 5G and you know going forward uh, the world is changing with a lot of interconnectivity between cars and infrastructure. You have these uh, Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi 6, Wi-Fi 7, you know. Um, you have the very short range communication technologies like NFC, ultra wideband, Bluetooth, uh, low power. You know, the world is right now kind of booming with newer and newer technologies. And we have a number of applications which we can build on top of those to create uh, applications which help the society as well as which makes the life uh, more comfortable and finally uh, the more enjoyable. Right? So, automotive applications you have the, or of electric cars. Uh, where uh, the battery management systems, the, the the smart and fast charging of these batteries is a critical challenge that the world is facing. Then you have uh, a number of industrial applications where uh, right from industrial robot to a drone, everything require high-end electronics. Right? Now, if youth of India has any one of these domains as their favorite domains where they are passionate about, and if they are using electronics and semiconductors as a as a horizontal to enable these uh, application areas. These are the people who will get direct tap into this $2 million of subsidy using a DLI program. And once they have this subsidy money used uh, to convert their ideas into reality, I mean, this is the way the startups can convert into next unicorns. Now you think about uh, the space today, India is one of the largest uh, startup creator in the world. In fact, it is among the top three right now based on the recent data. And most of the areas, you know, where we enabled Indian uh, youth, uh, you know, they are going after it. For example, the the social uh, media based uh, apps and, uh, you know, websites which are really doing big. Um, you know, um, there is a one unicorn is being created, uh, you know, every few months in India in those places, whether they are into the, uh, the online uh, shopping area for uh, either either high-end gadgets or to, to, to even the milk or vegetables uh, procurement uh, using a, a mobile phone, right? Everything is booming. Now, semiconductor is something that is the next big thing because once we create a couple of role models, once we break this uh, glass ceiling, that India can do that. Uh, if other countries can do that, India can do that even better, right? You know, there will be no uh, end to that. So all these applications are the big applications in a country like India, where we need medical, we need healthcare, we need remote education. We need, uh, you know, among the big farm fields in India, we need a lot of automation for the pesticides and uh, fertilizers, which right now is a completely manual job. All this thing can be done very, very uh, effectively um, to improve the productivity of these crops if, if you are able to manage it using 
drones and robots and you know automatic uh, water and uh, you know other uh, distribution of these uh, farm related products i'm i'm super confident that uh, there will be multiple entrepreneurs who are going to come out of this whole process because now they have the first step uh, supported from the government right? 2 million dollars is not a small amount uh, for a startup if we really want to leverage that and if they are really committed to their cause so uh, sanjay you've all very well drawn the comparison of uh, india with the other countries and the kind of developments that uh, we as a developing country are, you know are trying to look at uh, tell me what are the challenges that needs to be uh, overcome in the semiconductor industry for better power and energy management see this is a area that uh, we know uh, historically india has been criticized for that our infrastructure is not at par with those countries where uh, you know the successful semiconductors uh, wafer fab facilities are right now we all know that uh, uh, you know taiwan right now is is the world leader in having multiple fab houses which are uh, driving the worldwide semiconductor production other than that we have fabs in historically in us japan china and a few of the countries uh, korea south korea and uh, i believe that uh, you know if you think about it the amount of money that is required to build a fab we are talking about uh, anywhere from uh, you know 6 to 10 billion dollars for a decent fab now i am very confident that if we go after this cause having the challenge to guarantee uninterrupted electricity pure water and a good infrastructure near the fab that problem can be solved in much lesser amount if you do the math we are talking about uh, let's say give and take 10 billion dollars uh, you know overall cost for advanced fab um, so out of that money we were doing uh, some of the rough calculation that to create a uninterrupted electricity uh, for a fab it will not require us more than few million dollars right so percentage wise in the overall scheme of things the guarantee to create a infrastructure for the fab is is actually very less in a percentage point but i do agree it is a mental barrier that we have that india does not have the right infrastructure but whichever country you do and go deeper research into i think none of the countries were made for uh, a perfect infrastructure for fab anyway until the government and the industry put their acts together and made it happen so with the money not being a constraint anymore i'm pretty sure the challenges of uh, power and water which by the way are uh, are are huge uh, component of a successful fab uh but it is not impossible to make it happen because money can make a difference and today money is not a constraint to make uh these two factors to be taken care of all right so talking about technology now uh, that there was the segregation that uh, you mentioned about power and energy management sanjay what is the role of technology in boosting the innovation and uh, manufacturing in semiconductor see technology uh, now there are two angles to a technology so one is uh, which specific technology 
uh, we are going to design these uh, wafer fabs for right so that is one angle which is linked to um, you can have uh, 65 nanometer 45 nanometer um, as one category then you can have 28 nanometer uh, as a second category and then you can have even advanced uh, 16 uh, pinfet or even 5 nanometer as the most cutting edge technology so these three are the semiconductors technology uh, for which the fab proposal is uh, out right now and today most of the worldwide chips that are made uh, from a semiconductors technology perspective they fall into one of these three baskets now if you are the super cutting edge the reality is that most of the products are under design um, in in this uh, super 5 nanometer uh, which is the latest cutting edge technology and most of the products which are in use right now by masses you know they are actually in the older technologies like 90 nanometer uh, 65 nanometer or 45 nanometer right? because it takes time from uh, a product to get from a brand new semiconductor technology then get adopted by masses and then you know in mass production uh, for multiple years because that is a sweet spot uh, for that technology where the product uh, can create a maximum amount of yield at the fab which means uh, least wastage in making the chip then this is the point where your technology get matured so the cost of producing the per sample uh, or a per wafer uh, is the uh, most optimal and that's where you know the economies of scale uh, happens right so that is a one angle of technology and in india my belief is uh, to promote manufacturing we don't need to be at the cutting edge honestly because you know there are two sides of a fab one is the supply side and one is the demand side we might create the five nanometer fab right but then once the chips are coming out there needs to be enough rather uh, once the factory is fully installed uh, and ready to roll right there has to be enough demand from the consumer that we need to uh, pump out those chips which in reality is not there so from an indian context perspective i think going into uh, a decent uh, average technology to begin our semiconductors uh, processor will be the most optimal because not only we can do that at, at a relatively lesser cost it will be full because of the local demand and then it will result in a prosperous and a sustainable business model right? so that was one angle now independent to the technology of semiconductors you know there is a second uh, definition of technology which is you know how latest technology trends say uh, ultra wideband as an example or usage of uh, uh, say uh, nfc as a near field communication technology uh, which could help us in a transaction which is contactless for example i am going through a toll booth uh, or a going through a metro right how without any touch or any cash transaction i can just walk by and the equivalent amount of toll or my cost of the travel can be deducted you know so this is a technology right same way can technology help in creating a very secure ecosystem for me when i am entering into a car the car automatically i mean when i'm uh, near my car the car automatically unlocks and it only unlocks if i am near my car knowing that I'm the legal owner of the car, right? Versus opening for anyone. For, or for that matter, in case a road hazard happens, can technology help in connecting the dots 
between ambulance nearest hospital and the remote location of the car in the middle of night so that ambulance can reach and save the passenger when nobody to help right? and we know thousands of cases like that globally and also in india people die on roads because nobody is to save them for multiple hours right? so that is the second meaning of technology where technology can save life technology can make things more efficient uh, another example can technology be so uh, nice that uh, it tells me when to use the most power hungry equipments at my home say washing machine uh, only operates automatically when the tariff is the least and how the automatic tariff will kick in when we know that the load distribution is actually the most balanced and uh, rather than at the peak time this is happening in the middle of night say that is another use of technology right another use of technology could be i have solar panels uh, you know which are installed and automatically they are managing the load sharing uh, by uh, sourcing electricity through the natural light uh, which is being uh, you know created every single minute uh, using sunlight or uh, or using wind energy or using any other renewable energy source and then nicely balancing it and in some of the good cases which by the way is reality in any countries uh, including germany where you develop your electricity through let's say your uh, house roof solar panels and you actually feed that back into the grid and you actually earn money so instead of paying a bill of 5000 10000 rupee a month in typical indian household you actually generate that much of revenue every month right how exciting that sounds that is another use of technology so if we think technology as a independent way to improve human life and environment and comfort our youth our entrepreneurs our industries if they have more use cases more application oriented use cases like that they will be motivated to develop these products which can be designed using semiconductors and electronics because that has become the lifeline for everything we do today even a car which used to be a mechanical device 10 years ago today is loaded with more than 100 chips average car is loaded with more than 100 chips advanced car with the autonomous capabilities loaded with more than 200 300 chips and the average electronic content in a car is increasing at a very high double digit category rate you know so to summarize this thing i would say the more customer use cases emerge to help our people to help our society the more products will be designed by these entrepreneurs and industries the more products being designed the more opportunities they will fuel for manufacturing those products and if everything happens in india it automatically means that our fabs will be always in demand so you will not make a fab which nobody is using it was just created for the you know namesake it will be a relevant part of the society and for the industry in india which is just like a car factory or a you know a scooter factory where which is always loaded and always in demand same way manufacturing of semiconductors in times to come thanks to all these technology progressions and innovations our fabs will be loaded where different kind of chips will be coming out to serve different kind of purpose right from a speaker phone or a you know a bluetooth headphone or or to a uh, uh, mobile application or a smartwatch or whatever it is right
Thank you so much, Sanjay. I think uh, that was a you know really really interesting conversation that you uh, you know had had with us, and uh, you know the rise of cloud, five G deployment, and all the technologies that you've just mentioned has created unprecedented demand for high performance computing. And uh, the sizzling hot semiconductor industry, I should say, uh, is is very much uh, working in coordinates with that. And the two schemes that we spoke of will definitely boost the domestic semiconductor and manufacturing to a massive strategic uh, advantages and considering the factors such as low labor cost and vast production capacity, as you mentioned. So thank you so much once again for the uh, insightful conversation, Sanjay. Thank you so much. It was really about this. So audience, this brings us to the end of our conversation. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us. Stay tuned to Techie for all the latest uh, tech happenings and updates. This is your host signing off.